The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Later, love. Later, love. <laughs> just, just kidding. It's <clears throat> m- 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 manly love. <laughs> manly love. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what was that cat's name in your show? Oh, Lil yeah, Whiskey. Meow. Yeah. Lil Whiskey. It's, it's Lil Whiskey. Lil Whiskey. Wow. <laughs> I'm definitely not Lady Love, unfortunately. No. I think it's going to be like, this is going to be the flattest intro you've ever had. Well, it's. Oh. You might lose listeners. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, of course not. Of course no, not. No, I think it's true. I mean, people love to listen to two women talk. I do. It's yeah. way better than to listen to me and Chris talk. Though. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are fucking hilarious. I play you at work all the time. Uh oh. Uh oh. NSFW man, NSFW is it? Well, maybe not our show. Not so bad. Me and Anthony sometimes get a little. I can get blue. I can. I can be blue. <laughs> Let me be <clears throat> ass. <laughs> well, I mean, I work there, so I think yeah. that I think everything that I play on. Um... I was gonna say, okay, yeah, 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 you're there, so they're used to it. Yeah, they're I just want to. I just want to quickly apologize to my mom for saying a cuss word. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Well, yeah. So we have like two cat daddies in the room too, uh-oh, right? Uh oh, two cat daddies. What? Are you not a cat daddy? I am. Yes. I yes. actually, it makes me feel more manly when you say that, cat daddy. I like that. It's gonna be my <laughs> new. It's gonna be my new Tinder name profile, cat daddy. <laughs> it's time to change the name. Your little name on Zoom at the bottom there. Yeah. Change it up. It was. It, it was sad and desperate, and I'm changing it to cat daddy. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> Both apply. <laughs> Both meow papa. Oh, oh, I like meow papa. <laughs> I did it too. That's a good one. I did too. Cat daddy and meow papa. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could have a spinoff. How about you and I do a spinoff of this show? I like <laughs> cat daddy, meow papa, meow papa. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're destroying your show. Oh no, not at all. Well, I'm like. Normally, me and Lady Love have like something that we want to talk about or whatever, or we just hadn't seen each other in like yeah. two days, so we just go off. But yeah, this I was mean, something. This is this is new. Well, I Lady, could, I, I could bring up my noise canceling headphones again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's exciting, right? They are the tits. I do have oh, noise canceling headphones. I got to get some then. Check them out. But Lady Love Lady. is currently under the weather. <laughs> oh, oh no. Due to her vacation that she was on. Ah. Yeah. Ah. You know. Ouch. But yeah, so uh, I'm Courtney. I'm Chris. I'm Cat Daddy Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Dash Cat Daddies. Cat Daddies. (laughs) Cat Daddies. Oh Oh my. my. (laughs) Meow at your boy. I should have jumped in on it. I forgot, I, about, it. I forgot about it. Was it weird doing it on your own? A like little. saying it? It's a little weird. It is weird, right? It sounds because when you it's gonna when you listen back, you'll be like, wait, where's where's that second voice? Yeah. Where'd it go? Are you trying to you mean applauding for yourself? I do that all the time. 
Well, we try to hype ourselves up, you know. You got to. You got to. That's what I do. That's why I'm I'm the one who laughs at my own jokes. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that thinks I'm funny. So I totally get that. Everybody else is just offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so since uh, Lady Love's not here, Korea's Cat yep. Daddy Manly Love is going to introduce Manly our love. not wine because I I decided not to go with wine this week. I don't know. Yeah, today is not wine wicked crimes. Today is my tie. Yeah. Wicked crimes. So you picked up it's called On the Rocks Premium Cocktails. The Mai Tai. What's in a Mai Tai? Do you know? I know it's rum and something else. I only say rum because it says here crafted with Cruzan rum. Uh made with an, ex- an exclusive rum blend and all natural flavors. 20% alcohol. 40 proof, not bad. Um, pour over ice. You got the ice check. Yeah. So here, so I know Kat does this thing where she reads, you know, the little, uh, flourish of, of, you know, words that they give you to kind of give you this, this feeling like you're laying on the beach while you're drinking it. Right. So let's oh, see what this one says. Are you reading it? And I'll give, I'll give, uh, I'll, I'll do the Foley work that we're at the beach. Okay. Good All Lord. Right. This is tiny. All right. Should I do a voice? Should I do a voice? I'm gonna do a voice. Just do, okay. yeah, just do, just do a soothing voice. As the old tiki adage goes, what rum can't do, three rums can. We blend light and dark rums and combine our unique blend with the flavors of orange, pineapple, or orgiet. First of all, what's orgiet? O-R-G-E-A-T. Orgiet? Orgiet? Ogreet? I was in reading classes when I was a kid, so I don't know. Probably and coconut for the perfect Mai Tai. Boom, boom, Bringing the bar boom, to you. Um, have you had this before? Nope. This is going to be interesting. You're going to have to let us know how this is. This is a submarine. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back. We're back. We're back, Johnny. Well, I'm hoping it's good because. You passed up one wine for this. Yeah. Well, I was going to grab like some plum sake because okay. I loves me some plum sake. But then I picked this bottle because it's so relative to the episode. Gotcha. Oh, okay. <laughs> plum okay. sake sounds like what Southern people say when we're mad about something. That's plum sake. <laughs> it really does. And there's the, the pour. It's got a nice like yellow tinge color to it. It's like it it's, it's got pineapple in it, obviously. It smells good. It smells like it's got pineapple in it. Yeah. It smells amazing. It does. <laughs> wow. I can actually, I can smell it from here. It <laughs> smells really good. All right. Okay. Do you feel like you're on a beach now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wait, let me help. Let me help. <laughs> <laughs> it's a submarine coming back. Does it have an alcohol taste to it? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of. Have you ever had like kinky? Oh, I've. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that actually. No. Mm-mm. Well, kinky is just like basically like a premixed cocktail. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, it's a drink. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. I like. She it. said, "Have you ever had a kinky? Not have you ever gotten kinky?" Oh, Johnny. Sorry, I hear no. what I want to hear. So, <laughs> so is it the mai tai that ties in, or is it the the it's, tropical drink that ties in? It's like the whole the bottle to the, the story. Rum. Okay, I think you'll enjoy it. But before okay. we get started on the uh, on this stuff, uh huh, I figured a Johnny and Chris are your hosts of History Creeps. Oh, whoop whoop. Whoop 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 creepers. 
<laughs> creepers. I hope we have creepers that are listening to you now. They really should. I mean, like I, I keep telling people you have a you have a good show. And you know, you saw the numbers. I yeah. told you your numbers for this month so far. She didn't believe me, Johnny, but it was it was surprising when you said the numbers. I was like, this is a what? <laughs> You're like that many people are really listening to me? Yeah. And they keep just growing? What? You gotta take a W, man. You gotta take a yeah. W. I mean, I was just surprised because I was married and my ex-husband didn't even want to listen to me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um but yeah, dude, I do hope creepers are listening because uh it is a good show and it ties in well. It's not like we do the exact same stuff. Most of your stuff is it, you you don't have Sasquatch in yours, you don't have UFOs popping up in yours much. No. I think you did one where you you were talking to Kat about like um what she be- oh that was the drunken disorderly yeah. oh what a good episode that was dude. that was a good time we have to get together for our next one just, <laughs> we haven't had a chance to get like nice and drunk yeah yeah well it's, it's hard to do anything right now man like i feel like everybody i talk to is like life's crazy things are getting busy oh it is and it's- i think it's because everybody was used to not being busy for about a year <laughs> so like you just add one more thing to your day now you're like oh my god i'm wiped out what the hell <laughs> See, I wish that was the case for me because during the whole Rona times, like I was working. My you worked anyway, huh? Yeah. My warehouse shut down for like, I think a week, maybe a week and a half. And then they called me and they were like, hey, so we found this like loophole where we're allowed to deliver <laughs> this much stuff. So you want to come back to work? It's only going to be you. And I was like, oh, dope. Sure. Why not? Oh, it's only going to be you? Yeah. Were you going to be like, hmm, you got to pay me a little more and I'll come oh, back? Oh, they did. They oh, did. good. Nice. They definitely did. We got like a hazard pay almost. Nice. Yeah. Good. Good. Awesome. Especially because everybody was out here collecting all these Trump bucks, making like thousand dollars a week. Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah, no, things have been crazy. And that's so with History Creeps, it's definitely affected our show. Has it affected your like your timing with Kat being able to record? Yeah, usually because I work a lot Mm -hmm. like with Kat. She's more like three days a week because she's a nurse. Okay. But, you know, she picks up overtime and whatever. But like with me, it's just... I'm always working or I'm doing something or I'm like going rock climbing or I'm it's always everywhere. So dude, I was going to say, you don't relax. No, you don't relax. Every time I'm talking to you, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm editing this or I'm doing the research on this. And your research <laughs> is hardcore research, dude. Or like, rock you, you go in and then now you're rock climbing. Yeah. It's nice out. She just casually dropped in rock climbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a samurai swordsman, but yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I like to draw pictures sometimes. Oh, and I'm also a ninja. But what what else? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to competitively bodybuild too. See, look at this. Just dropping bombs. Dropping bombs over there. She'll break my arm off if we had an arm wrestling competition right now. It's not happening. She'll break your arm <laughs> off and happening. smack me with your arm. <laughs> <laughs> she really would. She'll put us both in the grave, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works for me because I'm like the, I used to be the only girl in the warehouse and yeah. like, I have a solid resting bitch face. Like, it's good. Everybody always thinks I'm angry. Like, yeah. I even have like the little wrinkle coming like, in. Leave the me alone. My... Don't mess with me. Yeah. And like, everybody thinks I'm super mean. So they just don't talk to me. Really? Oh, yeah. It's pretty great. That's weird. I couldn't <laughs> see that. I think it's because ever since I've known you, it's just I've been talking to you. So yeah. it's not like I've seen you from across the room going like, oh, shit, I ain't going to cross her. Yeah, we don't see you at work. So that's yeah. <laughs> no, I'm told I'm very hard to approach. Awesome. So it works for me. because Yeah, you're like, I don't want people to approach me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In this day and age, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've seen I've, the people that approach you are people like me. You do not want that. Because <laughs> I approach everybody. I'm like, hey, how's your day going? Don't even think twice about it. <laughs> and, then, and then I walk away, and then I realize they're like they were, you know, just just 
cowering in in horror <laughs> at this large man just trying to talk to them. <laughs> See, every time I've done that, I've been on drugs. So, <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're Purple pretty unicorn. <laughs> So I guess I'm worse because I've been stone cold sober every time. <laughs> oh, man. man. You'd be awesome to see on drugs. <laughs> oh, man. I had to quit drinking for many reasons. <laughs> Most of them where I would forget things and get told tales of my night before. And I was sad I couldn't remember them. <laughs> but I was told I was always on my A game when it came to the ladies when I was drunk, though. <laughs> That's the best way to be. Yeah. In fact, I would tell them that I was. That's how good I was. <laughs> so this is my A game, ladies. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> You're getting the good stuff. Oh, Premium man. package right here. <laughs> Highest grade possible. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. But So I know that from listening to your podcast that you guys have never actually met in person. So how no, did you guys meet each other? You know what's wild? I've literally hung out with his brother before. Yes. So that's some that's some <laughs> bullshit right there. Okay. That is some bullshit right there. So first, to answer the first part of your question, um, you know, we started this podcast thing, oh my God, a long time ago now. It's almost six years ago now, seven years ago. Uh, but it was me and my buddy, Anthony, and we were doing a, a comic book podcast. Um, and through that, we decided we were going to do a segment on the show that would featured Instagram artists. And I came across Johnny's work just following hashtags for comics and artists and stuff like that. And I, and I just fell in love with his style. This is his style of work here. All that stuff there. It's oh, all very awesome. cartoony. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was, it's still really cool. So I was like, man, I really love this. So I reached out to him and I think I got a commission initially from you. And yes. I followed him on Instagram. I told him I wanted to feature him on the show. And then I noticed on his info on, in- on Instagram, it said that he had his own podcast. And I was like, oh, let me listen to it. So I started listening to his podcast. And it was one that he did with um, his friend Bobby Capobianco. And it was a completely improv show where they would just start talking and then just kind of riff off of each other. And just Johnny would go into characters or play scenarios. And it was, it was entertaining. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Um, and then so we invited him on the show and it was a good time talking to him. And I think we had him on a couple of more times from there. And then I don't know if we exchanged numbers or we were messaging through Facebook. I feel like it was te- like phone numbers because that's how we were kind of communicating at the time. Um, but he texted me out of the blue one day and said something along the lines of like, hey, like, what are your thoughts on paranormal, weird, you know, UFOs, Sasquatch? I'm like, oh, I love that stuff, dude. And we had a little bit of a conversation back and forth about we both had the same, you know, we both grew up enjoying that stuff. We, you know, checked out the books in the library that were about those things. Um, and then the next question was, you know, you know, are you into history? I was like, yeah, I love history. He's like, what if we did a podcast that focused on all of these things throughout history? I was like, I'm in. And so that's how History Creeps was born. And it started out with the two of us doing it. And then we ended up um, inviting our friend Carter on as a, as a guest. And we had a lot of fun talking to him. And then um, actually, it was Johnny's friend, right? You met him at, yes. a, at a con? Yeah, I've, I've literally met Carter. Me and him have met in person. Uh, I was at a big convention set up for my art. And he was set up for his books literally right next to me. And that's He's a horror writer. Yeah, he writes horror books. And, uh, of course, just like horror movies, I've never read any of his books, <laughs> but I do own one. Uh, and uh, Johnny loves creepy stuff. He just doesn't like horror or horror movies. <laughs> it's really weird. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of the same fan. way, though. Okay. Okay. okay good. 
right. Uh, but yeah, it it's basically what Chris said. Everything you said there. Uh, it's just a mutual. I, I always wanted to do the the, you know, the podcast uh, was into oblivion. I did with Bobby, and it's just pure insanity and and fun because my first love is comedy and and that and just like making up stuff and seeing what I could come up with. And uh, but it was getting to where he wasn't able to record as much. And I really wanted to do a, a you know, keep doing a podcast because I fell in love with this medium. And talking to Chris, I was like, I, I like, you know, I like me and Chris clicked instantly uh, when we started talking. We definitely got along right away. Oh yeah. And uh, and I was like, well, we we got to do something. And I always wanted to talk about creepy stuff, especially creepy stuff that happened in history. And uh, literally, they just started it all. And here we are now. Uh, yeah, six years later, man. History. Creeps. I remember the first time well, talking well. to Johnny, and I totally felt like I grew up with him. Like he was a friend <laughs> yeah. from like elementary school or something. You know what I mean? Like I knew this yeah. guy forever. It was the weirdest thing. And so randomly, uh, this is a, I think a couple years now. His oh God, brother, his brother. Daniel. This is so annoying. My brother <laughs> was driving up to visit his wife's family in New York, yeah. up here in New York. But they live like her family's out closer to Albany, I think. Okay, so like so, three hours. Yeah, hours from here? but on his way up. You know, he had been listening to History Creeps for a while. He had been listening to Retro Bliss. He was a huge f- fan of both of the shows. And she so aside fr- from the fact that he was my brother, if he wasn't my brother, how <laughs> creepy is it that one of the listeners knows that they live in the area of North Carolina? They did because they referenced it a bunch of times and decided he was going to try to look him up and like be like, hey, dude, I'm in town. I'd like to see you and hang out. Hey, <laughs> well, bro, it's, let's chill. <laughs> it's, even more, it's even more strange than that. He had his I think it was his wife. His yeah. wife had friends yeah, in a small that's town right. that's that was literally like uh, 15 minutes from me. In fact, my childhood best friend, Trevor, grew up in that small town. Yeah. And they were staying there as they were traveling up to New York. And <laughs> I found out. I mean, him just started talking back because I, I knew his brother before. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd talked before. And I was like, hey, uh, hang out. So he actually hung out Stop with Trevor and I. <laughs> And we sent pictures to Chris, of course. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm getting pictures on my phone from my brother. And he's hanging out with Johnny and Trevor, the other guy that Johnny does Retro Bliss with, in the place where they record with all the games in the back. I'm like, what the hell's going on right now? He's like, oh, yeah, I got to meet Johnny and Trevor in person. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I but then he stopped talking you. to us. He stopped talking to us after that. So I'm assuming, yeah. <laughs> like always, the, the, the that impression sticks. It was once once you pull the curtain back and Oz the yeah. Great and Terrible yeah. was no longer great and yeah. terrible. I, I told you, it was just like sex with me. Uh, <laughs> at first, you're interested, and then once you you know you're into it, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Near mind. <laughs> See. It reminds me of me. I always tell people that I'm like herpes. Like <laughs> at first, everybody just kind of like hates me. And then eventually they you like grow to love the me. And then there. Yeah. It's like once I decide we're friends, we're friends. So you got to just deal with it. <laughs> and then uh, it shows up once in a while. You're like, yeah, eh. when I'm most what's stressed, the, it shows up. What's the, yeah. opposite of, what's the opposite of herpes then? Because that's me. For, <laughs> you hear me like, oh, man, this guy's going to be fun. And then you meet me and you're like, oh, oh man, I got herpes now. <laughs> oh, man. Chlamydia? just call me the chlamydia of podcasting there you go all righty i'm excited for this man i really am you've been teasing me with what you're like oh this is gonna be good i got something for you guys i am so in the dark on this i don't even i I don't know the topic at all oh yeah well this is how lady love rolls into it every week too she has no idea i just all to myself yeah and let me tell you something johnny i don't know if you've listened to their show yet or anything but i have wait okay so you know she goes in deep with this she does her research well i I tried to go not 
as deep with this one. I, well, actually, you can't kind of can't because I know my episodes can be cut along. So <laughs> I was trying not to put you guys through this. Like. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but so, I'm going to try to be as responsive as cat. I don't want to be too much, but I'm going to I'll try to throw in the <gasps> what? I know she's a very like expressive. It's great. Human. Yes. I love it. <laughs> But so this one, I kind of decided to dive deep into history since you guys are, you know, the history oh, creeps. Okay. Uh, but Sophia is going to tell you, well, give you a little uh, look-see at what you're going to hear. Picture it. The Jamaican coast, 1720. Two women on a sloop ship watch as their crewmates drown themselves in rum. The party finally ending now that the men were in a drunken stupor. When something caught one of the women's eyes. A ship, one that looked like it did the king's dirty work. It was time for a fight. Get up, ye junkin' scallywags. <laughs> we got visitors. Some of the crew makes a half-assed effort to pretend to be ready, including the woman's useless lover. He fires a shot at the rival ship, but it did nothing to stop their advances. And like that, he decides to throw in the towel. We surrender, he yells. Don't hurt us. We'll go willingly. That was his plan, but not theirs. The women look at their sorry sacks of meat they call men with disgust. As the men from the other ship climb aboard theirs, the crewmates they thought they had hid below deck. But they were not going without a fight. The women, tense, readying themselves for battle, backs pressed against one another. With a last-ditch effort to get their crew's help, one of the women yells, if there's a man among ye, ye all come up and fight like the men ye pretend to be. Ooh. With no reply, the woman fires, and they're surrounded at all sides. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, sex and meat is also the nickname I've given my testicles. I'm going to say these sorry sex and meat. And the answer is always no, as it should be. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I've heard people like some weird things. You That's what know. I'm hoping. That's how I know I'll, I'll end up with somebody one day. <laughs> so who is this about? Or what is this yeah. about? So Are these pirates? Yes, they are pirates. Yes. All right. I love pirates, but I also want to know more about this character who was telling me this story. Well, oh, Sophia. Sophia, yes. I want to know more about Sophia. Have you never watched The Golden Girls? Of course I've watched The Golden Girls. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Yes, I have. And I love the gold. <laughs> As do we. So the picture it, obviously. She's always like, picture it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm probably more of a rose. That's probably who I am. Oh. <laughs> so all of your stories was start with, uh, so what happened in St. Olaf? <laughs> yeah. And nobody wants to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rose. <laughs> oh, man. So. This week, we're discussing the original HBIC of the 1700s and Bonnie with like a small feature of her bestie, Mary Reed. Okay. So they're nice. two and lady Bonnie. pirates. All righty. Like two of the only lady pirates. I'm kind of familiar with it. Like when you say it, it's like, oh, that sounds familiar, but I know nothing. So everything you're going to tell me is going to be pretty new to I, me, I think. I have studied pirates, including uh, Miss Anne. And there was also very recently on Netflix a documentary series. It was like a, a, a well-acted-out uh, series, but it was also a documentary at the same time 
uh, about pirates in uh, during that time, and she's one of the ones on there. So I learned even more there. It's I'm very excited. For, I don't know a lot about her best friend though. I'm very excited to find this stuff out. Well, that's actually why I picked her was because I watched that Netflix uh, oh, nice. thing, oh, okay. and I was like, oh okay. And I like that she was a woman because I feel like back in that day it was like, shut up. You're barefoot and pregnant. Don't yeah. talk to nobody. Yeah, yeah. Know your yeah. place. Know your place, woman. Yeah, exactly. Except there were some badass women out there, man, through history. They really were. Some oh, yeah. Real badass women. This bitch is crazy. I love it. The one it. you were talking about, too. What was her name? That crazy lady? Oh, Johnny, you covered her, too, in, in one of our stories. The the one who was taking everybody's social security checks oh, and killing Fuente. them. <sighs> burying them oh, in yeah. the yard and stuff. Yeah. Dude, she was. She just didn't care. Oh, no. She didn't care. Dude, I was like, what is like this little old lady? Really? <laughs> I've always said that when I was in high school, uh, if there was a fight between two women, it was going to be really graphic and violent. But if it was two <laughs> dudes, it'd just be just a sh- bunch of shoving and just know? rolling around on the ground, yeah. trying to yeah, try to like most, choke each other out at most. But if two, uh, two women were going at it, you Forget did not want to get in the way. <laughs> well, because guys just try to fight each other. Women try to kill each other. There's a difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like women go in. Yeah, it's I, true. I grew up in the hood and went to public school. Let me tell Uh-oh. you, I've seen some fucking fights. <laughs> <laughs> and women will also emotionally destroy or, or me, destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All righty. Okay. So, Anne Bonnie was an Irish woman and one of the very few known female pirates in recorded history. She is best known for tearing the Caribbean a new asshole with her lover, Calico Jack Rackham, from 1718 to 1720. Rackham? Was that her last name? Yeah, Rackham. Rackham. Apparently, he got his nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he apparently got his nickname because he used to wear, like, colorful outfits. Okay. So the whole Calico, whatever. I I feel like Uh. they could have came up with, like, a better name, though. Rainbow Jack. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if that'd be as terrifying as. as you know yeah. I mean? No. I think so she's try. destroying the Caribbean, huh? Oh, yeah. She's taking all that rum for herself, man. She just like jumps headfirst into like some shit nice. all the time. Nice. It's pretty great. So most of what the world knows about Anne Bonnie comes from a book written in 1724 called A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates, a.k.a. A General History of Pirates by Captain Charles Johnson. Uh, Most people think that it was actually written by Daniel Defoe. The book is seen as a very sensational rendition of history, but... I like to call him Daniel DeFriend. Daniel DeFriend. (laughs) Not Defoe. (laughs) Daniel Dahomey. There you go. Uh, But, like, I feel like all history is pretty much a glorified rendition of what actually happened yeah it's like well the the winners write it history right yeah. i mean well yes. you're seeing more and more now with the advent of the internet and and just to be the ability to communicate your thoughts now to anyone you want that's a little harder to do right like mm-hmm. history now is not going to be able to be able be glossed over you yeah, know but the old the, days yeah. for sure the history that we have from the old days i mean we just started going by whatever the word of the winner was yeah well, we just you think know. You know, christopher columbus is a great example you know yeah. when yeah. We were young in school. He was like one of the greatest things. He discovered America. He's a hero. He's a, He's hero. a hero. And then I remember be feeling like all awesome that my name was Christopher. Yeah. Like, oh, like Christopher Columbus. And now <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God. I don't know if that's now, we, now we know better. <laughs> I know. That's why now every I, time people talk about Thanksgiving, I'm like, happy murder day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the exactly. turkey's great. <laughs> now I'm just like, hey, uh, there's a dude named Christopher Walken. Ding, ding. Yeah. 
Don't think that's so why I'm like I like my name Christopher for that. Well, Christopher Walken was involved in the. Oh, oh, that's the right. Murder. The murder of what's her name? Uh the uh, actress. Fuck. Yeah, we co- we covered that too. I think on something. And then he was Christopher. And then he was Christopher running. <laughs> Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin's a good. Okay, you can't mess with Christopher Robin. That's go. a good that's character. A good yes. That. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Until I find yeah. out, like he grew up and became an alcoholic and beat his wife and. <laughs> I mean, probably children. PTSD something. Dog he was like six. I'm gonna change my name. Crime. Dude. Change well, my just, name. Just feel great because he grew up to be, you know, uh, McGregor, you uh, and McGregor. So that's always a good thing. Oh, is that, was that mo- what his movie? Oh, that's right, the movie. This is a documentary film I saw. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, because she was an enigma, her story and life has been romanticized so much. No one really knows what is fact or fiction. But I tried to stick with info that was more factual. Okay. Sometime between 1697 and 1702 in Cork, Ireland, and Bonnie was born. Wiki says that she was born on March 8th, 1697. If we go by the Wikipedia dates, she's a Pisces. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about a Pisces. I just know that's that time. The only thing I know is I have the good qualities of the Pisces because I'm on the cusp of Aquarius and Pisces. So I just say I have the good of both and the negative of neither. <laughs> I feel like it's called Pisces. That's how it's pronounced. Pisces? Reese's Pisces. Reese's Pisces. But yeah, that's what I always say. Okay. So I think I think there's creativity in there somewhere. And like they're they're cool people. I'll just myself out. And they're awesome. I mean, I don't know. What else can I say good about myself? <laughs> trying to build myself up here man i'm an aquarius and i'm a terrible swimmer so i don't think these things are true right because aquarius is supposed to be something with water and i'm yeah. aquarius yeah. too february 18th i mean i'm a cancer that's a water sign and i don't swim yeah it's okay. not happening it's all a lie yeah it, it, <laughs> for sure it's all a lie my <laughs> life's been a lie so her father was a lawyer named william cormack and her mother was a servant or maid Named Mary Brennan. They used to call her Pig as a Pig? Peg. Oh, Peg. Okay. I was no, going to say Pig. He <laughs> <laughs> said Pig. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. What a beautiful nickname, Pig. <laughs> I know. I mean, have you ever seen that movie Cry Baby? I've been. I one. have not. No. Oh, it's like it's an old Johnny Depp. With movie. Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in there, they have a character named Hatchet Face, and like that's her nickname. Good lord. The bitch was ugly though, but <laughs> she had a good personality, right? Uh, I don't <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, no. Just let me have say that, but let's let me have that. I gotta have something. <laughs> My name's Hatchet Face. You're gonna love me. Yeah. <laughs> so Mary worked for William and his wife on their estate. And as you can imagine, Will's wife was not happy about this. Uh oh. Yeah, because she ended up finding out that he was messing around with Mary and she got pregnant. Boom. So there's conflicting stories about how she handled it, like her reaction to these things. One story says that uh, Will was living a double life and just stepping out on his wife and like trying to keep everything a secret. And tale is all this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The other story, though, is that his wife was a very sick person and she was bedridden and Will and her hadn't even been living together at the time. And when he got with Mary, they like they were married, but not really. Okay. but because Mary was of a lower class, when his wife found out about her and their child, she decided to pay him alimony to stay with her 
and she'd pay as long as he stayed away from Mary and Anne. Okay, enough playing both sides. I need you to choose me or this. Nothing to do with that. Alimony. So hang on a second. She's ugly. She ugly. <laughs> I don't want the alimony. <laughs> so this woman finds out her husband's cheating on her. Yeah. And says, I'm going to pay you to stay with me and not see this other woman again. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Cause how she desperate rich. is this woman though? Well, I mean, if she's- or what, what is this guy working with? Do you know what I mean? Like the fact that like, she's like, like she can't find another man. I bet it's sorry. Bags of meat work really well. I know <laughs> he's like digging her down real good. No, uh, I'm saying like, I are, mean, like, who are you paying to stay with you when you find out they cheated on you? I'm not, but I'm poor. Right. Uh, but even if you had that money, you'd st- I, I feel like you would be like, peace out. Yeah, no, not actually, me. I think you'd be beating that ass. You'd be beating his ass. Oh, for sure. For sure. No. So definitely. how is she not like trying to kill him? Like poisoning. Back in the day, they poisoned everything, right? She's not trying <laughs> yeah. to poison his food. Arsenic on the cookies. Instead, she's like, I'm going to give you money. Let me give you some money just to stay with me. Well, I took it as because she's like of a higher class. And back then, divorce was like, oh, oh, so she's paying to keep the the name clean. Yeah. Cause, okay. And that's why she didn't that want makes the more baby sense. around. Okay. So that- oh, because now now you're talking about scandal. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. more sense because I'm like, bastard. this is sad that this woman is like, don't do this. Stay here. I'll give you money. But now I see what you mean. Stay with me now, daddy. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me. How much money you got? <laughs> Five dollars. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> so That's a lot of money back then. True, it true. was <laughs> so it's like a, a million dollars to you dude yeah I i've been i've been watching little house on the prairie so i know how much money is worth <laughs> you know out. the difference yeah i know the differences in money and time i remember being a kid and watching that and i'm like bread was five cents oh <laughs> 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 uh. so either way once wifey found out william was not supposed to be anywhere near Anne or mary like, okay period can't see him but He'd, quote, grown quite fond of his daughter, so he devised a plan to keep her living with him. William moved his family in with him and made Anne dress up as a boy. And he told everyone that Anne was his, like, distant relative named Andy, who he ended up becoming his ward due to some unfortunate events. Interesting. They're like, why do you keep giving your ward the Heimlich all the time? Every time we walk in, you're giving your ward the Heimlich. (laughs) You're always behind your ward, just giving her, him the Heimlich. What's well, that about? Well, Anne is the daughter. Right. Yeah. Not good. I would say that sounds very pedophile Not good. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking of the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was the Chris, girl. I got Chris you. Been watching, Chris I lost that piece. Way, Chris has nope. been watching way too much Pornhub. Rew- <laughs> <laughs> rewind it. Rewind it. Nope, nope, nope. That's not right. Stepdaughter. Say, <laughs> what just- the... I thought you had just got done watching that like Neverland documentary or something. Ouch! A little too Youch. much Mike in there. Oh. Youch. Um too Yeah. Soon. No, I hey, thought it was the other hey, one. I thought he was, was trying to sneak that lady in and dressing her up like a like a like a guy. That's Mm-mm. what I thought. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense then. He's trying to hide his daughter. Yeah. All right. So during that time, <laughs> there were obviously gender stigmas and social issues, mm-hmm. especially towards women. Mm-hmm. And it's so much. It's it's perfect now though, right? So much has changed, right? I don't. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Well, let me just explain it to you because I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let let Johnny and I explain to you why women have it so hard right now. Yeah. Let me mansplain to you exactly this situation. Uh. <laughs> 
since since Anne had to lie and pretend to be a boy, she kind of got to see how the other half lived. And she realized that men were given way more opportunities than women because she was never able to be herself since birth. She developed some lasting like identity issues, Mm. which I mean, your most formative years are what? One to seven or something. Is it or one to five? Yeah. 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 Like you like your brain's developing. You're really solidifying a lot of the views and and things you're learning. Yeah. Because you're not to be. You're not protesting anything. Everything right. that you see is like, okay, this is how this, this is how goes. it is. Yeah. Interesting. Well, as you know, everything done in the dark eventually comes to the light. So sometime around 1705, Will's wife found out that his ward, Andy, was actually his bastard daughter, Anne. Uh-oh. She was pissed. And... Gave him more money. <laughs> <laughs> no, this time she was done. Boy, bah. Oh, okay. So a one-time affair was one thing for her, but having a secret family she was just not about. So Will packed up all his shit and sailed to the southern British colonies with Anne and Mary. Anne was somewhere between the ages of three and seven at this time. Okay. Will and his wife were officially done, and he was cut off from all the money that he'd been receiving. So they ended up moving to Charlestown, now called Charleston, in South Carolina. Have you ever been to South Carolina? Yes, I've been to Charleston. I have as well. Oh, how is it? I've on a road been. trip, I stayed in a hotel on either. Because Charleston, isn't Charleston shared by North and South Carolina? No, it's just South Carolina. Oh, which but what it, am I thinking of? But it, it, it you might be thinking of Myrtle Beach. Something. I don't know what I'm thinking. But uh, it, it's like it's, right on the border or something? It's, well, I mean, it's a, it's a coastal town. If that's what Maybe you're I'm thinking of something different. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's a very old city. It's got a lot of really old buildings in it. Uh, it's it's got a lot of history, a lot of sad, tragic history, a lot of haunted history. Uh, there's a jail cell there, I believe. I could be wrong on this, but I believe one of the first women ever executed in history stayed at this jail and was executed there. Wow! So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Crazy. So now they're living in Charleston. Yeah. Yeah. And that jail is really creepy, by the way. You can, you can it? tour it. It's, it's wild. It's a good tour. I recommend. Nice. But is it like legitimately creepy or is it creepy because you know it's supposed to be creepy? It's it's legit creepy. I mean, you're there at night at a, an abandoned building. It's almost as creepy as uh, the creepiest place I've ever been to was that one in uh, the Waverly, that big place. in. Oh, you went Kentucky. to that? Yeah, I've been there. That, nice. one's, that one is legit creepy because there's these long hallways that just go into darkness. And it's just legit creepy, but uh, th- that jail was fairly creepy too. That whole city has a, a really at night has a really wild, creepy vibe to it for sure. Hmm. And they really and they really dive into it. They're they're not as, they bring it to the fore. There's all kinds of uh, ghost tours and stuff you can take throughout that city. Hmm, that's interesting. You have to have a history creeps road trip out there, dude. Yeah, yep. a field trip. That sounds fun. Well, when they got there, Will's career as a lawyer tanked hard. He couldn't find any steady work, so he decided that a career change was necessary and became a plantation owner. I mean, why go from studying law when you can own slaves? Well, he has money now, right? Because he got all that money from... What did he do with that money? Like, how much was she giving him, by the way, to stay with her? I have no fucking idea. Because this alimony means you get it constantly. It's not like this one lump payment, right? Yeah. So he had to be putting it away if he's just like, all right, we're piecing out and heading to the colonies. That wasn't cheap to do. No. Do you know what I mean? And now he's owning a plantation? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a lawyer. Oh, okay. Wait, over here in the in the, in the state or in the colonies? In Ireland. Oh, in Ireland. All right. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know if there was that still. I mean, who knows what that was like back in the day? Was that considered a prestigious job making good money? The same as what she was like an aristocrat. She was like in the higher, yeah. higher levels of society. Yeah, it seems like the um, when you have money, that if you're coming to the colonies, that's what you were going to do, own land. And when you had land, you wanted to make more money off of it. So I'm an aristocrat daddy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I mean, it makes sense because like back in that day, old white guys were not doing any farming at all. No. Like, they're going to pay serious? somebody else to do it. You serious? Yeah. They weren't even like, I was going to say, they weren't even cracking open their cans of whatever, but they didn't have cans then, right? bottles they had bottles so i mean they had people doing everything for them yeah it's when you had money you just did stop sweating so much you're making me sweat oh you have somebody following you with a a fan all day (laughs) feeding you grapes yeah and then and you'd see those you see those pictures of the guys walking around they have those like long stockings and they have some they have like those little umbrellas so that the sun's not too hot on their head you know on their wigs i always wondered about that like the long stockings were they like full like pantyhose i don't know i would think that would be like really choky on the balls i'm not feeling that man no No, thanks if i was (laughs) back in those days i definitely would not have been a part of that movement yeah i'd free ball it for sure oh yeah no thanks plus plus it's gonna be really hot during the summer in the south in on the plantations no kidding yeah forget it Oh, come on. They had to smell like cottage cheese and butthole. Like, oh, everything no smelled like that, dude. Because <laughs> there was like, I mean, they had perfumes, right? And this, well, you're talking. No, this is the 1600s. 1700s. Or 1700s. Did they have perfume? I mean, maybe they did, right? It but not did. like it wasn't the same. It was everything actually stunk, toilet right? water. Um, I think I remember reading things where they would put like they would smear peppermint and stuff under their on their top lips. So or so that they'd smell that all day and not everybody's body odor. Because back in the people, day, it was just like nasty. Isn't that what like autopsy people do when they have to like smell Probably. dead bodies? Like they put something under their nose. Probably. Does smell. Kat have to do that? She do deal. She deals with dead bodies, right? Yeah, but they're like freshly dead, so they don't smell yet. Oh God! She just like wraps them. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh man, what crazy. a job! <laughs> I don't I mean, know, man. I don't know that I could do that. Sure. I mean, I know it's a natural part of life. I know that. I, I'm one hundred percent good with that. I just don't know that I could do it. I guess not about. I'm not about. No. Listen. I'm a coward. I found a dead mouse under my bed not too long ago. And like when I had to grab that thing, it was like, I literally was like, oh, my God, no. oh God. Yeah, I just got the, and like, it feels weird. Like, I, mm, mm, mm. I no don't want thanks. it. I don't want it. No, thanks. My, my cat recently had kittens. I had five kittens and one of them didn't make it. And I cried like a stupid baby <laughs> like a, for like an hour because this, this kitten that I barely even knew didn't make it. Uh, oh. so I know I couldn't do that. <laughs> That's not even a person. <laughs> I cry more over my cats than people. So yeah, I yeah animals for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm also I'm also emotionally unbalanced, so that probably <laughs> a long way into this. I mean, when I was watching Game of Thrones, when they killed the wolf and the Red Wedding, I was literally like, I don't want to watch the show anymore. Fuck this show. Fuck everything. I I've hate never it. seen it. I didn't. What? I saw the first episode and that was it. What? Yeah. Really? Admit, yeah. I let me tell you my Game of Thrones experience. <laughs> I went to a friend's house and a bunch of them were there and they were watching Game of Thrones. I'd never seen it. Obviously, I'd heard of it. I knew what it was. Uh, and they were watching the scene uh, where they were in like a coliseum and this giant man was fighting this other man and he had him down on the ground and literally put his thumbs through his eyes and squashed his skull or something like what? that. Oh, yeah. That's what am a- I missing? So it's the the mountain was uh, he was fighting some dude from another country. Yeah. And so anyway, I'm assuming the mountain is a guy. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's not a, a literal he's a mountain. Man. He's a huge <laughs> man. So, but when I did this, I like I walked in on it. I laughed out loud because I thought it was like a comedy bit because <laughs> <laughs> it seemed really over the top for the serious setting type thing. And uh, so all my friends got mad at me and made me leave the house. <laughs> So I'm one of these people that if, if people are too hardcore on something and they're like this all over me about like, you gotta, wow, oh my God, what do you mean you're not? I'm just it. like, you know what? No, I, I'm not going to watch it. I had yeah. to learn no, that. I had to learn that. I wanted to see Tiger King so bad and he refused. I saw you didn't watch Tiger nope. King? Nope. Oh don't, my do God. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Courtney, don't do it. Just let it go. I promise you. I'm just going to say from a, a personal standpoint. I didn't want to watch Tiger King either. And then Dev put it on. And I literally, as soon as it came on, I was like, I yeah, can't stop watching I this. Can't. It's like watching uh, Pamela if... Anderson try to like, I can't to, to, <laughs> to, to do anything. Woo tigers or something. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, oh man. Yeah, no. So that was, that's a part of it. And then the other part is that there's just so much mm-hmm. that I'm like, Oh bro, I can't really put that much time into something right now. I have so much going on to literally try to watch an entire series i think of the whole series the thing that made the most impact was watching like uh joe what's his face fuck what's his name tiger king (laughs) yeah tiger Mm -hmm. king joe something whatever his ex-husband like go from having meth mouth to having like teeth as as the documentary goes on he has no teeth and then like at the very end he's got like full dentures and i was like oh shit he got paid for this (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll ever check that out. Or uh, the, you know, that's the thing about, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> I don't know. At some point, maybe in the future, when I'm like two, 20 more years from now, when people don't even care anymore, I'm like, guys, I finally checked this out. Let's talk about it. Everybody's like, yeah, no, no, well, thanks. I actually have a friend who met Joe Exotic. Oh, man. Like, she has a picture with him because my friend Lauren, um, her uncle owns a, zoo in like oklahoma where joe exotic is and she like met him before he was like a big thing oh my god and she sent me a picture of like her and him in a car together like (laughs) like the thumbs up (laughs) and she goes i met joe exotic before he was popular and i was like why the fuck did you meet joe exotic like how is this that's crazy yeah yeah all right hey lauren oh okay (laughs) so (laughs) uh let's see Will was a slave owner. Okay, so he bought a house right outside of town. However, shit never really is peaches and rainbows. When Anne was 12 or 13, her mother Mary died. Oh. But back in that day, I was going to say she was probably like 35. That's really pushing it. I'm also thinking like that's back in those days, death is a part of everyday life. Like people are probably dying all the time. You're probably walking down the street and somebody walking by you just falls dead of something. And you just kind of just keep going. <laughs> you just keep going. Sounds like a music festival. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> huh? Just had too much today. Keep going. That's legit what happens. Hey, dude, you all right? Uh, all right, see you later. <laughs> the medics like come good. running by. Yep. Give me some water. <laughs> dude, that's like legit what happens. I went, <laughs> me and Dev went to Camp Bisco in like Pennsylvania mm-hmm. two years ago. Yeah, before the run of times. And we're like walking, and I refuse to use the porta potties there. Like there is one bathroom because it's a ski resort, and I will walk that full mile and a half to get to that motherfucking bathroom because I'm not using their porta potties. Right. And so we're walking to the bathroom, and then all of a sudden, like there's this girl behind us, and then she's just not there anymore. And I turn around, and there's just like all these people huddled around her because the bitch passed out. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. 
but it's like it happens all the time yeah. and so you're like oh i've seen that before yeah. So and back not, then, like people dying was like an everyday thing. Yeah, that's not been my experience, but of course I did go to a Christian rock festival. <laughs> yeah, there probably <laughs> wasn't that have been there. Probably wasn't <laughs> that much promise, fun stuff there. But I promise you had more fun than I did. I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I can probably agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> so people are die- her mom dies. Yeah, so her mom Oof. passed away. After Mary's passing, any youthful innocence Anne had basically disappeared. She became very self-destructive and angry, and her temper was known to be vile and explosive. How old was she at the time? She was only 12 or 13 when her mom passed away. Oh, that's a very that, that's a big deal though. Yeah. You know, for a girl at that age, like that's when you really are looking towards your mom when you're changing and all that stuff, like to lose your you mom know this at that is time. True. And you know this is true cuz a man's telling you this. I know. <laughs> Hormones, you know? Well, yeah, you know, to, on the other side of it, like just I've known people, you know, who have lost, they lost their mom at that age and it, it was an impactful thing. It's huge, yeah. you know? It really it's not is. Called, they're not called hemones, they're called hermones. I know. <laughs> hermones. Hermones. Um, Sounds dirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can see what how... I like to hear. <laughs> I can see how it does affect her, though, and, and where we're going to see her life path take her. Yeah, especially like considering the time and she was from a pretty privileged background. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was just great. But when she was 14 or 15, she actually stabbed a British house servant with a butter knife. And that was kind of like the start of her violent streak. Okay. I want to see. So you said there's a documentary about this? Well, there's a documentary on Netflix about pirates in general. She's kind of like a feature in it. They don't really get too in-depth with her, but I was annoyed that they didn't get so in-depth with her, so that's why I decided I should do this episode on okay, her. Okay, okay. Yeah, they, they cover a lot of different pirates, and they don't really get too super in-depth with any of them, really. Right now, this is making me feel like I want to see a movie about her. Yeah. Because yeah. this is yeah. awesome. They should like, make a movie about her. Like the Blackbeard stuff. Uh, like, I know a lot about Blackbeard, especially... You His know, penis? Oh, he would. Yeah, he would take the, his testicle hairs and light them on fire mm-hmm. so that people would <laughs> put the fear of God in people. Well, he th- he had syphilis, like really bad syphilis. Oh yes, yeah. And um, his way of curing it was to shoot mercury inside of his oh, penis. Oh my god! So he would like stick a pole oh, in, the- and they actually show a penis. Like I was very surprised. Oh, I was god. watching this, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a dick!" Like, it's like okay. <laughs> Chris, it's Surprising. okay. They show they show boobs too. It's all right, Chris. Oh God, though, no. For everybody. Thank you. It was it was intense. That's insane. I, Blackbeard was insane. Yeah, he was. He definitely was. It's from the oh, syphilis. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. One of the theories is the reason he was kind of going insane was from the syphilis because this was when they had no cure for it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And he had like, what, 15 wives or something and like yeah. 40 contacts. It's crazy to think about like what life was like back then, right? Like how insane, crazy rough it was. It just sounds like now, except instead of using <laughs> Tinder, they were on chips. <laughs> yeah. Right? He, might as well, he might as well be a Mormon, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. Good Lord. <laughs> Sorry to you Mormons out there. <laughs> eh, don't apologize. They get it. They've got 10 wives. <laughs> this is also when Anne had took to her rebellious stage to a whole new level. At about 15 years old in 1714, I decided to call her Annie Hoakley. Okay, I get you. So she decided that she needed to make some new friends in smelly places. So she decided to start going to seaside pubs where pirates and criminals in general would hang out. And she made a bunch of friends with the pirates. 
and banged a lot of them. So first of all, was it like that was her type? And she's like, I'm going to go find me some men. Or was it that like the pirate life that attracted her? And she was like, I want to be a part of it. And then being a woman, you know, using using what she needed to to get, you know, in with the guys. So I listened to the podcast Female Criminals by Podcast, okay. like a yeah. lot of this research. And they say that they they think she had this like mental issue where she was just attracted to people that break rules and like danger like she was attracted to people okay. that would commit violent acts and yeah. do things that were just not right. she liked the bad boys yeah exactly it's my, yeah, it's my understanding that a lot of ladies like the bad boys so i just want to say now uh before we go any further that i'm the bad boy of history creeps <laughs> <laughs> this is true ladies he's the alvin of the chipmunks <laughs> that's right <laughs> sorry simon <laughs> <laughs> that's right i know the chipmunks names that's amazing that's who doesn't know the chipmunk names i'm just saying i used to watch the one where they had like the chipmunks and the chipettes i don't remember yep. the name of it but alvin simon theodore the Felix. oh <laughs> alvin simon theodore <laughs> oh yeah but um she seemed to get off on breaking the rules and being with people that did violent and illegal things mm-hmm Annie Hoakley spent all of her time and basically half her teens drinking and banging dudes. Considering the time period, word definitely got around town that she was a sloop. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, like fast. I was just going to say, especially with like pirates. Like, so that's the thing with sailors, right? They're out in the seas for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of known for yeah. coming back and like fucking like jackrabbits. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot so, of semen. Exactly. A lot of semen <laughs> lot coming of semen. back. <laughs> <laughs> and then going back out. Um, but yeah, I've been, uh, I've been waiting to say that for this, a while. You know, it doesn't surprise me that when they found out, oh, there's this girl that's easy to go around. Everybody knew everyone. Yeah. But they say that like the whole thing with pirates where they were like just hammered all the time and fucking people like that actually wasn't true. Pirates legitimately treated pirating as a job. So oh, most of the time they were sober. They were only drunk like later on the off times okay when they initially when they first come back right it's kind of like celebrating you're finally back so you just yeah. let loose yeah and then, well i think i think one thing a lot of people don't realize and, it, and that documentary on netflix actually did a fairly decent job of getting this across is that pirates did have a code i guess would be the way you would put it okay. uh, basically it was a democracy like everybody had a say in all things and i mean this was at a time in those during the 1700s where even the colonies or the, what would be the United States, they didn't even have a say over a lot of stuff. Uh, so like they had a lot of freedom there, but everybody, including former slaves had, uh, had a voice. There. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they would like recruit the former slaves. They would, you know, if you want, you can be a pirate or you can still be a slave, whatever you want. And then they would be a pirate. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, I would, if they were like, Hey, you can either sit here in these shackles or come rob some shit. I'm going to go rob some shit. Yeah, like, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I call her father Daddy Horbucks randomly <laughs> just because I thought it was funny. Because it goes with the Hoakley. Yeah, Annie Hoakley and <laughs> Daddy Horbucks. Because I was trying to think of something like a playoff uh, Little Orphan Annie, gotcha. but I, I couldn't get it. That works, though. Like, it does work. Annie Hoakley. Why do you take a hoe to a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Ja Rule song from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Oh man, I'm old enough to remember Fast and Furious being oh, about God. cars. I know. <laughs> ja Rule for some reason. And don't forget Ludacris. Luda. Oh, and Luda, yeah. But Daddy Horbucks himself found out that his daughter was Sluton 
and was not happy about it. Her reputation was socially in the shitter and it started to cause problems with his business and income. Because at this time, like everything mattered. Your social standing mattered. So if you had a slutty daughter, it was like, well, I'm not going to buy any lumber from him. His daughter's a slut. Wow. (laughs) It ruins ruins the business. I I need to get to know him so I can get to know her. It was that's why I'd go that route, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people tried that. Didn't work. But (laughs) it drove a pretty big wedge between him and Annie. So to try and fix everything and the family's reputation included, Will decided that it was the best thing for Anne to get married to a respectable young boy from a family that he could have business with. Because, you know, your daughter's happiness doesn't matter. You just got to marry someone that I can fucking yeah. trade with. Again, tale as old as time, right? It was always about the parents setting up. It was a business transaction when the daughter was going to get married or hooked up with another kid because it had to do with, does that family have enough? Can we combine businesses? Can we combine our, our wealth? Like, what can we get out of this? It's like Asian people. Still? <laughs> really? Have you... I mean, I don't know. Dude. Have you never met like a legit Asian? Fa- I'm not talking like an Americanization family. No. I'm like legit no. Asian. No. Oh. They all better be doctors and they all better marry someone that's Chinese. <laughs> really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. There's like a hierarchy in like Asian culture. I think China considers themselves the top and like Japan is number two. So Chinese and Japanese people definitely don't like each other. Wow. Like Asians are super racist, but against all Asians. <laughs> Oh, I heard Kat say something yeah. about you and that comedian. Like, you got to give that, that Asian comedian a try. You're like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It's dude. so legit, though. Oh, it's too funny. But this was easier said than done since Anne was a slut. Due to her reputation as a pirate fucker, it was really hard for her to <laughs> find a suitor. <laughs> 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 I, I, I hope she had a business card that had that on it. <laughs> Annie Hoakley, pirate, pirate fucker, fucker to the stars, <laughs> to the seas, pirate fucker of the seas. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, so he should have just kind of stopped right there, but he didn't. He found a few boys that he thought would be good matches for her, but they were not. In fact, one of the boys was like a demon. And while trying to quote unquote court her, he decided that he wanted to rape her instead. Oh, Jesus. Well, Annie Hoakley didn't play that shit. She not only stopped him from raping her, but she literally beat him almost half to death. Yes. Like, I want to see this movie. (laughs) Just like beats the living shit out of him with like a fucking headboard leg or something, you know, like a heavy one. Back then they had like real wood headboards. Yeah. Wow. Or a chair. It was like wrestling. Good for her, dude. Well, instead of being happy that she was able to protect herself from the rapist, people looked at her as violent and vile because <laughs> she was a so woman. So it, it's fucked up that she's <laughs> slutting around, right? Yeah. But she should have let herself get raped as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was a whore. Why not just Good be a Lord. whore? As <laughs> she's a whore. An obeying whore. <laughs> it's like Al Pacino. She's a whore. 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 Well... <laughs> So she was supposed to do what she was told when a man said so and when to do it. And since she didn't, they were just like, oh, she's a whore and she doesn't listen. God. Jeez. That's See, that's why it makes, me, of whore. it makes me feel like, you know, and again, we're in a day and age now where like 
sex shaming is a thing like you, you shouldn't do that like the yeah. sex industry is, is is it's actually work sex works of work you know so we're it's we're moving away from that whole kind of shaming that whole thing but in those days like so i think to myself knowing that she's fighting this dude off in that way and she doesn't give a fuck what a man tells her to do mm-hmm. obviously it leads me to believe that it wasn't like she was just kind of like oh i mean like maybe you know part of it w- was some emotional baggage tied to it but i feel like she was just very confident in her sexuality. Like she was probably one of those women that was just like, she decided we're doing it now. You know what I mean? And that dude's like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? So, uh, I I gotta see this movie, dude. When's this movie coming out again? (laughs) Fall of soon as we write 22. I know. (laughs) No, I totally agree with that. Especially I did the same thing. My whole twenties was just like a drunken slooter. So whose wasn't, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whose wasn't? Who? I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's people who weren't, but you know, like there's, there's. And if it wasn't, you wanted it to be. There's a yeah. point where you know you had to kind of just experience life and see what happens. Well, it's because and, like... and pray, right? So please, 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 please. <laughs> oh yes, it's all good. It's all good. I got that call. She's fine. I well, like <laughs> this generation of kids, I've realized they like take pride in being a slut. My little brother, he's only 17. Mm-hmm. And like he talks all the time. He's like, I'm such a broke hoe or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, it's like his thing. Everybody takes pride in being a slut. <laughs> but like when I was growing up, you know, it my was gra- shameful. Yeah. Like my grandma was still alive and stuff. And she's like, you don't bang any of them. You can date them all, but you can't sleep with any of them or you're a whore. Like yeah. we were watching Purple Rain. Have you ever seen? Purple oh, Rain? yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's this scene where, like, Prince smacks the shit out of Apollonia. Yeah. And, like, I'm watching this with my grandma, and she's like, that's what she gets for being a little slut. And I was like, oh, <laughs> grandma. God, grandma. Damn. But, like, that's how it comes it from an old school mindset, though. Like, that's an old, that was yeah. drilled into their heads. And that's what I'm and saying. I was, and at the same time, I was playing rummy with my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar bringing up. Bring. Oh, yeah, super. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely, you know, the the old school line of thinking and even back then still you know that was seen as like she's below the worst of the worst because she uses sex or she she enjoys it you know what i mean yeah interesting and it's like i feel like at least my generation especially once i came into adulthood it was like everybody's a slut everybody just fucks everybody it's just everybody used to lie about it before you know there you go yeah i always wondered why that was a big deal because this just in sex is good (laughs) (laughs) sex is awesome yeah but where was i they were calling her a whore oh yeah so she didn't care about what society or her dad wanted good so in 1718 at 16 years old Anne married james bonnie a random douchey criminal and wannabe sailor okay which I know she definitely regretted this later. I mean, when I was 18 and got married, I definitely regretted it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, like let's so a little bit of science here, right? Physiologically speaking, your brain isn't fully developed until you're about 25. Yeah. So your prefrontal cortex, the part that makes decisions, like sound decisions, isn't fully developed. So that's why people, you know, younger people are are prone to rash decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yes, you know, you're you're getting married at a younger age. Later on, when you can think more rationally, you're like, what the hell was I thinking? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean. There are people out there, though, and I don't know how it works, but there's people who like they were together since like high school and that's it. Like they got married early and it's just that's, that's so it. weird to me. I know. 
My parents is, got married when mom was 17 and dad was 19, and they're still married to this day. As wow. Just went on a, a trip for their anniversary. So that's. See, that's what I'm saying. It does happen and it blows. Yeah. It really blows my mind because but I do just they don't... actually like each other? That's the <laughs> <Yes>. question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Awesome. that's what I'm saying. I know it happens because I've seen it too. Like I have a, one, my, one of my best friends is married to his high school sweetheart, but it's just kind of like. I don't know. Not that I, I guess that's you know, there's it's gonna be out there, but it's just because Tinder wasn't around during their slute years. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but they had missed connections. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this was before Christian Mingle, so you know it you're was, just stuck I, with this one. I came up when it was when it was barely Yahoo chat rooms. <laughs> oh god, chat rooms, remember oh that? That's how I had to meet good ladies. Lord. <laughs> I think my first real good ass whooping was from a Yahoo chat room. I was playing like Pogo Poppet on the computer when the computers like first came out and mm-hmm. you know you had like dial up. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm playing Poppet and my mom's literally like, Don't look at this and it's like a chat room on the Pogo Poppet thing. And then of course I'm like, Pop, pop, oh. What's this? What's this? <laughs> and I'm like typing and then my mom walks in and she's like, You motherfucker and she's like whip my ass. <laughs> And I never went to a Yahoo chat room again. <laughs> it worked. I know. I didn't get kidnapped. That's it. That's amazing. <laughs> so Daddy Horbucks was pissed that she was with James because he was just like a scumbag who he thought married Anne in order to have a way to get his money. So Anne kind of loved it. And she only married James because he was a, the complete opposite of what her father and everybody else in the world wanted her to be with. And after her wedding, James and Anne sailed to New Paradise in the Bahamas, known as Paradise Island today. Mm. At this time, it was one of the most well-known pirate hideouts in the British Atlantic. Okay. The same year Annie got to the island, so did Governor Woods Rogers. He was a former pirateer, which pirateering was literally pirates, except like legal it was like mercenaries people that get like paid to kill people oh okay so it was like legal pirating i got because he was paid to do so he was doing it for governments and countries yeah okay especially england and france because they were always going back and forth at each other gotcha and spain there's spain in there well he was told to completely end piracy by the king like the king was over the pirates taking all his booty like he didn't want it <laughs> so he was trying to offer all the pirates pardons from the king okay. in order to get them to stop was it legit though or was it like hey we'll give you a pardon the guy comes on he's like psych no it was legit okay it was legit uh but the king of england thought that this would be an easy task for woods because he had managed to convince all of the pirates in madagascar to choose a new career okay in madagascar this was easy because the pirates didn't really want to be pirates anymore <laughs> So he was just like, hey, if you don't want to pirate anymore, maybe you should like get a real job. And <laughs> they're like, you know what? Fucking that's an awesome idea. Let's yeah. go get real jobs. Let's stop doing this other stuff that it's it's never sure if we're getting a paycheck this week. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to get scurvy. <laughs> we might get scabies. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Syphilis, probably. But in this area, people were fine living this life. Everyone from merchants to people of a higher social class were corrupt And they pretty much helped all the pirates that came around because they would pay them to stay with them. Okay. Some pirates took the pardon and bounced and others told Will Rogers to go fuck himself. (laughs) And they just kept doing their thing all over the British Atlantic. Whoever kept up the piracy, they were going to get it. 
Because Witch Rogers would literally try to kill them okay. for crimes against the crown. Okay. These were generally the more ballsy and violent pirates, the ones that were just Annie Hoakley's type. Okay. Basically criminals. Like they, they're like, I don't care. Yeah. I want to keep doing it. They're this. like, I don't give a fuck. I'll yeah. rip your eyeball out. How's yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Put a patch on it, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So one of my friends, I love him to death. He's like one of my super close friends. He got punched in the face recently like a couple times and his eye is like super swollen oh, and like no. purple and like i was trying to make him feel better and we got were him just, a patch no oh. I, he was like <laughs> saying how like he's like oh i need you to help me put a bandage on my eye and i was like you know what we should just get you an eye patch that says out of service on it ah, <laughs> that's amazing dude i feel like I, I like that i need that to be a thing okay i won't say who it is but love you you know who you are uh jeff <laughs> yeah steve jeff feel let me know when i get it right (laughs) (laughs) so annie hoakley had been in new paradise for less than a year and she was already over james he was a loser and he couldn't make them any money Mm. done i mean what did she think was gonna happen though realistically if he didn't have it it was a spite wedding anyway right like it wasn't like she was in love with the guy i mean she was attracted to him maybe because he was a bad boy but it didn't didn't you say it was mostly because it was what everybody said not to do yeah she's like oh okay so i'll do it Exactly. And she thought that he was like a pirate. But <laughs> and he's he not. wasn't. She's no. like, you're not as badass as I thought you were. Yeah, you're not a fucking pirate. Wow. You're a loser. <laughs> wow. Well, Anne was making friends with all the dangerous men and was done with her marriage. So instead, she wanted her some of Captain Calico Jack Rackham. Although she did bang like a whole bunch of the dudes. Like, yeah, yeah there's a lot of them. And he telling got- you, gotta see this movie, man. <laughs> I feel like it'd be an awesome movie. I think so too. It's for in my head as you're telling some of these scenes, I'm seeing it. I'm like, man, this would be good. Yeah, we just got to get like, I'm trying to think of like a super badass white lady, and I can't. She's Irish, right? So it'd yeah. have to be an Irish girl. Yeah. What's her name? Is I don't think she'd be good though. Who? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She has like the the look, like the Irish yeah. look, but I think she's too sweet. Yeah, I don't think she. Can't, would I don't really see like her a as a bad. Badass. She's Cruella Deville right now, so I'm going to give her a chance. Oh yeah, she is Cruella Deville. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can they just like take the chick from Disney? I don't know. You know the Scottish one with the fucking bow and arrow. I'm not really good at this. Oh, the oh. brave, brave, brave. Yeah, brave. brave. Okay, yeah. yeah, make a make an animated film out of it. Yeah, there you go. That'd be pretty awesome, but. Anne and Jack were fast friends and even faster lovers. Uh So she fell in love with him pretty quickly. Jack promised her adventure and saw her as a partner, not just his lady. Boom. He's already winning points with her. Yeah. She's She's already like, yep. Already. You're better. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, the rumor mill, the rumor mill sped. Fuck. I can't talk. (laughs) Jesus. It's because I'm not my tie, dude. No, it's not even the. It's like you're all you're on the ocean now. You're feeling (laughs) rocky. It's just because I'm not high. I'm generally <laughs> high all day. Like <laughs> my my one supervisor, he came up to me the one day and he was like, "You're sober, aren't you?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And he goes, <laughs> "He's like, you look very frazzled and stressed out. You're sober as a judge, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh- <laughs> He's like, "Maybe you should go take a break." <laughs> welcome to New York, where it is legal now. I know. Well, this is more like welcome to my life. I'm always high. <laughs> So, of course, the rumor mill spread gossip pretty fast. And Annie Hoakley. (laughs) I read that wrong again. God damn it. 
Of course, the rumor mill <laughs> spreads gossip faster than Annie Hoakley spreads them cheeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm glad you went back to it because it was worth it. I know it was. Just it was worth rewind. It. Uh, so James found out about his wife's affair with Jack pretty quick. To be a douche and get back at Anne, James decided to become an informant for Woods Rogers. Annie Hoakley wanted to get out of her marriage and elope with Jack. So Jack did the proper thing at that time, and he offered to buy Anne from James. <laughs> Good Lord. Apparently, yes. back in this day, that was like, instead of getting a divorce, okay. you would offer the husband a dowry for his wife. So uh, it's like, gotcha. Yeah. You know, whatever, you, you know, the fucking pig you, you gave in order to marry her, I'll pay you the pig plus, plus a little this. bit. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. A couple gotcha. Pigs. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pay you two pigs and a chicken. <laughs> gotcha. And here's a blanket and you can put this pigs inside blanket. <laughs> I think I'm going to take artistic liberties when I write this movie. And instead of them doing it that way, I'm just going to have her like kill him. And get away. <laughs> just murder him. Murder his ass. She probably wanted to, but James told Jack that he wasn't selling his wife and actually snitched oh. on Ann to Woods Rogers. Oh, Woods Rogers sent Anne a message ordering her to go back to James and to go see him for her flogging because he tried to beat her. Go back to your husband. Yeah. And come here so I can whoop your ass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let me just do that really fast. Well, Annie Hoakley was not about that trash. So she left Europe for freedom and not to be told how to live her own life by her husband. Mm -hmm. So in the middle of the night in 17, 18 or 19, Anne dressed up in men's clothing and stole a sloop ship called the William with Jack and his crew of about 17 or 18 men. And they left New Paradise without anyone knowing. So this was literally unheard of at this time because women weren't allowed to step foot on a ship. Hmm. Superstitious people said that it was because it was bad luck to have women on the ship. But the main reasons were because women were seen as a, quote, distraction. Isn't and, that the excuse all the time for anything anymore? Yeah. You can't have women on men's teams because they're a distraction. You can't have them doing this because they're a distraction. You see her? She has tits. It's distraction. She's a distraction. <laughs> Watch what you're wearing when you're in school because it's a distraction. I hate it. It's been so going on forever since the 1600s, 1700s. Oh, and it's yeah. Way more, and it's way more because of us guys than it is because of Right. Women. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Hmm. Hmm. Well. She's a Mm -hmm. distraction on the ship. Yeah. So the reason was she was a distraction and they considered women too weak to handle the physical labor of sailing. Again, same excuse used for a lot of things nowadays. Yeah. which, Like I said, you'd probably break my arm. So I'm not going to be saying women are weak. That's for sure. Well, that's the funny thing is in my job that I work now, I was literally the first female inside the warehouse. Like it was all men in the warehouse. And I started uh, my position as an FT, which is a facility technician. And it was literally like unloading trucks of furniture and like breaking down trailers. Were you dealing with people going, oh, God, is she going to be able to do this? Yeah. She could be able to carry that. Oh, yeah. So when I first or I think it's supposed to be like three interviews that you do. And I had like four because I was a girl. And oh. my last interview before they agreed to hire me was uh, my old boss, Rich, who I miss him. He quit. Oh. But um he told me to come in and he was like, you can come in and just like your regular clothes. I just want to see if you'll be able to like carry the things. Cause it was like a 50 pound weight limit. 
at this time I was like deep into bodybuilding. So I was like fucking jacked. Like I was okay. really ripped. So I went in it cause I was going to go to the gym right after. And I had like a tank top on and just yeah. some you're like each arm holding shit up. Oh and- yeah. It was like ridiculous. And I walk in there and he's like, pick that up. And I was like, okay. So I picked it up and he goes, pick that up over there. I was like, okay. So I did. And then he's like, okay. Let's talk. So that we're was like 450 pounds. Goddamn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're like walking away and a guy, he was a driver. His name is John. I'm walking by him and he goes, God damn, she's got bigger arms than me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I start working there and everybody's trying to help the girl, trying to help the girl. And I was like in a mood already mm. just because I was the only girl and I was like kind of the focus of the attention which i'm not really a person that likes to be focused on mm-hmm. i usually like to kind of blend in with the background so i was really agitated and people kept trying to help me and i was like if you don't get the fuck away from me i'm gonna fucking throw this goddamn <laughs> wheeler at you <laughs> and then everybody left me alone and uh, i ended up being like the best person at my job and then nice. i got promoted super fast <laughs> nice and now, you could be a pirate you could have been a pirate oh i super could have been a pirate. i totally would have been a pirate yeah i see it it would have been awesome but now they have like a fucking a shit ton of girls in the warehouse. Okay. Because you place, <laughs> you place the say, now there's now there's all kinds of women pirates. Oh yeah. <laughs> I felt like the Rosa Parks of the warehouse. The <laughs> <laughs> pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they definitely don't question it anymore. That's amazing. They try to hire all girls now. They're like just bring them all in because oh, like God. we try harder the guys in the warehouse yeah. they're like Meh. and the girls are like okay well let's let's just get all this done that's awesome but Anne didn't give a fuck about any social stigmas and she lived as a woman and an equal on the ship she was known to keep a few buttons undone to show off the rack to make it known that she was a woman oh okay she only wore men's clothing when it was time to fight and she loved to fight. She was very intimidating and was known to rush into battle without pause. She'd sometimes be the first person to engage the enemy. So she's like literally Man, fucking running awesome, and jumping dude. over ships. She was Christopher Russian. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't walking. I know. Have you ever seen uh, 300? Yeah. And yes. then, you know how in the end, like the dude's wife, like fucking, yeah. she's running and she's like, ah, kill everybody. I feel that's how I'm picturing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So she loved that she was intimidating and she used her the intimidating air as an advantage. She had actually made a fake dead body with a bunch of netting and a mannequin covered in fake blood. And she would wave it over her head to scare whoever was uh, whoever they were going after. That's freaking awesome. Because they would be like, what the fuck? And she's just got like a fake dead body. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. (laughs) Well, in 1719, she found out that she was pregnant. And she knew that she was due for a lifestyle change because she couldn't really raise a baby on a pirate ship. So around 17, 19 or 20, Jack had dropped Anne off in Cuba to safely carry their baby to term. After he dropped her off, her recorded history stops for a while Hmm. and no one knows whether she had the baby or not. But either way, Anne rejoined the pirate crew less than a year later. Hmm. I'd be interested to find out, like, if we could find any information in Cuba on that. That's interesting. Yeah. She just disappears for a while, quiet. Yeah. But they don't know if she actually carried the baby to term. Right. Or if she just gave it away. Because after that, she came back and there was no talk of the baby. Like, this never happened. Hmm. Annie Hokley was around 19 or 20 at this time. And when she got back, Anne, Jack, and the crew went on a three-month-long raid spree. (laughs) One of them was a Dutch merchant ship. 
They took the crew of this ship as prisoners, and one of their captives was a young man, and he caught Anne's eye. When Anne tried to drop that ass on him, <laughs> she found out that this person was not a man. This was actually a woman named Mary Reed who had lived her entire life pretending that she was a man. Hey, interesting. Well, a little short background on Mary was she had a really interesting and fucked up childhood and family issues. Mary was forced to pretend that she was her own brother that had died since she was about two years old. It's like sleepaway camp. You ever see that movie? Oh, no, you're not a horror fan. (laughs) No, I've seen it. (laughs) So, Johnny, you've seen a sleepaway camp at the beginning of the film. There's these two kids and their dad out uh, on a sailboat and they end up capsizing and a a motorboat comes through and plows through the mall. Right. And everybody's screaming. Now there's spoilers if you've never seen this 1980 movie, uh, (laughs) 1980s movie. Uh, So then like later on, you find the girl you know, had survived one of the, 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 she had grown up. Now she's a teenager and she goes with her cousin to the sleepaway camp. And while she's there, she's getting picked on all the time. Cause she's kind of awkward. You know, mm-hmm. the, the more developed girls are making fun of her. The guys are picking on her, throwing water balloons at her shirt. Like it's fucked up. Dude, it's all fucked up. So all of a sudden people start getting murdered. Right. And they start, you start thinking it's her cousin trying to protect her doing those things. You find out at the very end of the movie, it's her, but it's not just her. It's him. She's actually the, the boy survived, not the girl. And he was raised as the girl the rest of his life up to, to that point when he was a 12 year old, a 13 year old. It's crazy. Yeah. That's up. The end of the movie, she's like, he's standing there with the head of the girl, the one boy she's been making out with all the time, cut the head off and he's butt naked. It was a little wiener just kind of hanging in the breeze, dude. Swear to God. Oh my God. Yes. I need to see this movie. Yeah. What? It's crazy, dude. Jeez. It's an eighties movie. So just know it's a hokey eighties horror movie, but oh, it's yeah. so Very- awesome. I watched it, so that just lets you know how scary it is. <laughs> okay. It's definitely not scary. Well, that makes me yeah. feel more comfortable watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Do they really show the weenie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm impressed with this. Because I feel like back <laughs> For the then, 80s, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because like when I grew up, 90s television was like, you didn't see anything. You got to see a butt, maybe. Like, there uh, was no nothing. You didn't yeah, see anything. Yeah. So... Mary's grandmother would pay her mother an allowance because her mother, Mary's mother and father, they, you know, they had their kids, whatever, but Mm -hmm. then he abandoned them. He was like, fuck them. Okay. And they had a a son and a daughter, which was Mary and her brother. Mm -hmm. So the grandmother agreed to pay the mother an allowance in order to take care of her grandson. And the grandmother was wealthy. She didn't give a fuck about the granddaughter. It was just Mm -hmm. the grandson that she wanted to take care of. And Mary's mother ended up sleuthing around and she got pregnant. So she kind of just went away for a while to like hide the fact that she was pregnant. But her son ended up passing away. Uh. And the son was the past. Like the son was the one that was getting her this money in order to take care of the kids. So Mary's mom came up with a plan. And her plan was Mary was going to be the son now. And because she was already so pregnant, still get that money. Yeah. The new kid would be Mary. Oh, wow. That's even crazier. Okay. Well, the grandmother didn't really care about the other kids. She only cared about her grandson. So Mary would go dressed up as a boy to her grandmother and like visit her. 
was the grandmother like old maybe her her seeing wasn't so good like or did they look the same were they almost like twins or something i mean it could be that they were similar i'm not really <laughs> can you sure. imagine like yeah i can't see so well anymore no granny no no your breath me. stinks i'm gonna stand Give back me here no granny no <laughs> <laughs> wait is that is that stubble on your cheek? What was that? Pay no attention. I haven't shaved in decades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Look at my legs. <laughs> so Mary's mom came up with this plan of making Mary the son and her newest child out of wedlock would just go unnoticed. Like, okay. Because everybody else didn't matter. So when she got older, Mary continued to be forced to live as a boy because she would make more money as a man than she would as a woman. Okay. Mary had gotten into pirating for a while, even though she didn't actually like it in order to survive. She got into being a privateer the same way. And she was somewhat forced into it after Woods Rogers was going around offering people pardons or death. And in 1719 or 20, when Anne and her crew had gotten captured, Mary was one of the crewmates. Gotcha. After Anne found out that Mary was a woman, her and Mary ended up bonding and they became best friends and one another's confidants. Anne and Jack were drifting apart because after he left her on the island to take care of the kid by herself, she just kind of like it, it kind of just drove a wedge because he wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. And it was especially because Anne was realizing how self-centered and self-serving Jack was. Mary's husband had passed away not long before they met, so they kind of had a lot in common. And it was nice to have a woman to understand her, especially because they had lived similar lives. Gotcha. But Annie was the only one who knew that Mary was actually a woman. And because of this, Jack became extremely jealous of their relationship. Mary and Annie Hoakley became ruthless pirate partners. And according to some sources, they may have been lovers, which I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Women are kind of known, especially when you're drunk to like experiment. And I also feel like, because didn't you say she was initially attracted to her? Yeah. Because she thought she was a man. So, you I mean, obviously there was something going on there. Yeah. Because, I mean, I doubt she looked too much different. It was just like. And and, and Anne doesn't give a shit. She don't care what people think. No. She don't, she don't care about the norms. She's going to bang it all. Hell yeah. So they were called the hellhounds and were just as aggressive and violent as the men, if not more so. And they worked the ship even better than the men. Hmm. In summer 1720, the William prospered even more with Anne and Mary as partners, as they consistently raided merchant and privateer ships all along the Jamaican coast. And by September of 1720, the William crew had raided nine ships, seven fishing boats, and two sloop ships. Anne was about 20 or 21, and Mary was around the same age. I keep forgetting that she's only 21. Like, that's so young, right? Like, think about a 21-year-old girl. And having done all that already. I exactly remember where I was when I turned 22. And it was definitely not doing this. I was like in Marcella's getting hammered <laughs> watching drag queens do stuff. And it was not <laughs> stealing. Right? Mur- okay. Not even just stealing, but like having already had years behind you of murdering, sluting around, uh, high sales on the open seas. You know what I mean? Like Having a baby, robbing some shit. Dude. Like, it was a lot. All before 22. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Talk about a bucket list. Like that's like yeah. checking off half your life in yeah. like 30 seconds. Good Lord. So 
With each new raid, Anne and Mary became closer, and it got to the point where Jack had actually threatened to kill Mary in order to win Anne's affection back. This is when Anne and Mary finally told Jack that Mary was a woman. He kind of chilled out after this and didn't feel so threatened, but he should have. Uh Uh-oh. Because on September 5th, 1720, Woods Rogers had printed a bounty in the paper for the whole crew of the William, and they were now considered enemies of the crown, including the two women that were on board, meaning Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed. Mm -hmm. This was the first time that Mary was outed as a woman without her being the one that revealed it. So they were so they knew. Yeah. Wow. I thought at first, though, I thought this was going to go another route when he found out she's a woman. He's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, we could uh, have a menage (laughs) pirate here. (laughs) A menage pirate. (laughs) Oh, man. But no. So now it's announced. And so everybody on the ship's like, hang on a second. Wait, two women. What are you talking about? Oh, shit. So everybody knows now. But. As a big fuck you to the crown, Anne and Mary raided another ship a few weeks after the bounty was put on their heads. They held the ship's crew hostage for two days and robbed the fuck out of it. And they definitely got everything. People who witnessed this said Anne and Mary were two of the most vicious and violent and daring people that they had ever seen. They got to make a movie of this shit, dude. This there isn't one, by the way. I was looking it up real quick on my phone to see if there's a movie (laughs) about this lady at all. And there's not. There should be because she's the tits. No like, shit. She's this is like saying cool. She's like Catwoman before it was a thing. I'm liking this a lot. Well, they were the first to charge the ship and they did it together wearing men's clothes, a gun in one hand and a machete in the other. <laughs> like gun machete. I, I was actually surprised when they said it was a machete. Yeah. <laughs> They're like chopping off heads and shooting people Man. at the same time. So they made a point to show that females could do pirating better than the men. At this point, they were working and fighting together regularly. Anne and Jack hardly spent any time together. And Jack spent most of his time being drunk and a sad boy and trying to avoid Woods Rogers because everyone was coming after them at this point. (laughs) Anne and Mary, on the other hand, were living their best lives and living openly (laughs) as women. But they didn't go without consequence for too long. Are they lovers at this time? Are they together as, as like that? Or are they just like partners, like badass partners right They're now? They're partners. Okay. So in November of 1720, one of the privateers, which Rogers had sent after Anne and her crew, named John Barnett, found them. The William had just thrown a rager, known as our, quote, rum party, on their ship off the shores of Jamaica. John Barnett was happy about the timing when they found the ship because most of the crew was already completely inebriated and passed out. Anne and Mary were awake and had tried getting the rest of the crew to wake up, but not all of them could. Jack was able to kind of drag himself up and try to take control of the situation, but John Barnett and his crew did not let that happen. Hmm. And he thought that they had given up. But too drunk to try, Jack told the crew to surrender and asked John Barnett to let them live as long as they were willing to go. Everyone was not trying to fight anyone, except for Anne and Mary. <laughs> like, fuck this. We're going to fight. Yeah. We ain't quitting. So they stood on the ship ready to throw down. All the men had locked themselves underneath the ship in the hull, hiding from John Barnett. Okay. When he came on board, Mary tried to get the guys to stop being pussies, saying, quote, if there's a man among ye, ye all come up and fight like the men ye pretend to be. 
none of them came up. They were like, wow. I don't give a shit. So since none of the guys came up, Mary decided to shoot into the hull and she actually killed one of the guys that were hiding. Nice. Since they were outnumbered, Anne and Mary had no choice but to surrender. The only person that died that day was the guy that Mary had shot and everyone was taken into custody. When this happened, all the men in the crew were put on trial in mid-November for piracy and sentenced to hanging. Jack was also sentenced to hanging and gibbeting, which was they would hang his body (laughs) on display. Oh, okay. But Anne and Mary were given a separate trial. After Jack was sentenced, his only request was to see Mary before he was hung. And at first, Mary was like, fuck that. I'm not trying to go see his ass. Mm -hmm. But she eventually agreed to go see him. When she did go see him, she told him, quote, if ye'd fought like a man, ye need not hang like a dog. Nice. So She's rubbing salt in the wounds, dude. And he's about to die. You're about to die. Not only are you going to die. You shouldn't have been a pussy. That's what she's basically saying. (laughs) That's what you get for being a fuck. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) That's so fucked up. But... Jack was hung in Spanish Town, Jamaica, and his body was hung out on display on the cliffside along the coast. And the area that he was hung, like Halloween decorations, is known today as Rackham's K. Wow. After the whole crew was hung, Anne and Mary were finally given their trial on November 28, 1720, for piracy in Jamaica. They both pled not guilty. The whole trial was just a bunch of witnesses saying that Anne and Mary did it and that they were violent and evil. They were found guilty and sentenced to hanging by the judge. But as soon as they were sentenced, Anne and Mary told the courts that they couldn't be killed because they were both pregnant. Oh, nice. Well, they actually were. Oh, okay. (laughs) So they were both locked in a prison in Jamaica in adjoining cells until they could give birth and then they would hang. Wow. Which... I love how people were against abortion even back then. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, oh, we can't hang them. Let's let the babies be born real quick. And then the babies are born. They're like, yeah, we're not taking care of them. No. Let's let them be poor. Who cares? Fuck, fuck these kids. <laughs> so the living conditions inside the prison were obviously terrible, and they were basically locked in dungeons with no sunlight. In the spring, Mary ended up becoming very sick and dying in April 1721. She was buried in the Jamaican province of St. Catherine that same month. Annie Hoakley was only 22-ish at this time, and now she was all alone in a dungeon. There are no records of what happened to her after Mary's death, and there's no birth records for her baby and no death record either. Hmm. Some people speculate that she died in prison before she could give birth, but others believe that she got out of prison by reaching out to her dad for help. A popular legend is Anne's dad, William, brought her back to South Carolina, where she carried her baby to term and gave birth. Then she settled down and married a man named James Burley and had a bunch more kids. The Oxford Dictionary of National Biography says that Annie Hoakley lived in Charlestown, South Carolina, until she died in April 1782 at the age of 83. And there could be descendants of Anne Bonnie and Jack Rackham somewhere. Yeah, well, we don't know about her first kid either. So there could have been like, that's interesting, man. Yeah. That is a cool story. It's definitely interesting, especially because like 
when you see women's history, like they're not badasses. You don't hear the story of a badass. And it's, it's rare. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. super rare. It's it's awesome to see that. That's why I say they should make a movie about this. I was looking this up real quick because, like I said, I wanted to see if they have any movies on there. So she's featured in all different kinds of things in pop culture. Um, she was portrayed in the Detective Conan animated film. Never saw that. You know what that I've never is seen that either. Yeah. Um, she's featured in the video game Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. I, I played that one. That. I played that one. It's yeah. not my favorite. It's too much in the water. Yeah. Uh, she's a playable <laughs> character in Fate Grand Order. I mean, it is like, like, I don't mind being the pirate, but do I really have to be the one steering the ship for like two thirds of the game? I know. Uh, and you're just seeing nothing. It's just like, don't play. Sea uh, of it's, and then trying to like battle other ships and steer at the same. It was the worst. Anyway. Don't play Sea of Thieves then. I know. Yeah, they should have done no. it like battleships where you're like E4. See, there you go. Now, now you're talking. <laughs> what, if I, what if I say how pirate was? Like I tell you, you had a pirate battle. She's, a, she's, a main, <laughs> she's a main character on the Stars series Black Sails. Uh, the second song from the Death Grips album, Government Plates, is named Ann Bonnie. Um, she's in she's in the manga One Piece. There's a character that's named after her, and then she's portrayed by Mia Tomlinson in the Netflix series The Lost Pirate Kingdom. Is that the one you guys are talking about? I believe so. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. It's super good. Yeah, docu series. Yeah, I'll check it out, dude. I have never. So I was saying I, it sounded familiar, but then as you continued to talk, I was like, oh, you know why it sounds familiar? Because I'm thinking of Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid's real name was William Bonnie, William S. Bonnie. Yes. Oh, okay. So when you said Bonnie, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of this before. I think. But the more you kept telling, I'm like, yeah, I don't know this at all. And man, I'm glad you did though. What a freaking character, man. It's fucking awesome. She is awesome. I, I can't believe I've dope. never heard of her. Oh. She's got like the biggest of big dick energies ever. Seriously. Fucking awesome. Seriously. Impressed. I enjoyed that. I verily enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. I give that a 10 out of 10. <laughs> is it bad? How long is it? Usually I can like see it on my um, laptop. Let's see. It is currently 7.06. We oh, didn't start God, exactly dude. at 5. So okay, it might so be a like little a... bit over an hour and a half. Maybe okay. almost two hours. Almost. That's not awful. Not That's bad, not awful. Not bad. We had a much longer one when, when I was on the show last time. I think yeah. it was almost three. Yeah, <laughs> I should have made that one a two-parter, and then I yeah, they can eat it, man. I know they can swallow it whole, enjoy it. I know, enjoy all of it and the murder. <laughs> no, but dude, and Bonnie, man, I've got to say she's one of my heroes now. Oh. I just like—I don't know what it is, man. There's something about people in history. I've always kind of gravitated towards the people who've said "fuck you" to society and done their own thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm always very fascinated with the Italian mafia and like the 20s, 30s, 40s, like that kind of thing. And so, pirates—I used to love pirates and, and and stuff like that too. And I'd never heard about her, so like, I this is—I want to find out more. Like, I really—I'm going to check that show out. Oh wait, you said it's not much about her though, right? They just kind of cover t- touch on her. Yeah, it's they a- kind of. I feel like they basically show everybody she banged, but that's about it. <laughs> like every scene you see her in, she's like hopping off of somebody in like a white robe and she's like, well, fuck everybody in the world. I'm going to be a pirate. And that's pretty much it. She's very attractive, though. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I'll definitely look into her more, man. I like this. This was a good one. Thanks, yeah, man. This was fun. Yeah, that, that series basically is like a, a who's who of pirates and they all kind of pop in from time to time in an episode. This is basically how it works. Nice. So you don't really get a full biography of any of them, really. It just kind of talks about certain aspects of them. Like they probably go in the most depth about Blackbeard would be my guess, but uh, even him, they left a lot of stuff out. So nice. This was cool. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course, you guys are fucking hilarious, and I feel like I w- I work well. I riff well off of you. Yes, guys. yes. 
Did you enjoy the super long episode, Johnny? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What was that? <laughs> I just, yeah, I loved it. Of course, very fascinating stuff. I love pirates in the in the first place in history. So, and I had heard of her, but definitely you brought some stuff I was not aware of. So, yeah, very fascinating. Very cool. Very very cool. I'm gonna make sure the creepers hear about this one. Oh, thanks. for sure. Man. And I'll make sure he makes sure that the creepers hear about this one. <laughs> You're both just gonna do it together. Yeah. We do it together all the time. Yes. Sounds dirty. <laughs> like it. Four seven. <laughs> you have to tune into our next episode and hear the rest of our doing it together. That's As right. Cat Daddy and Meow Daddy. <laughs> Listen, all you semen. <laughs> <laughs> meow. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So I guess uh, next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled Lady Love programming. Your listeners are probably like, thank God. Yeah. Ugh, too much mansplaining happening in this <laughs> too episode. Much <laughs> what is with all this penis energy? I don't like it. <laughs> Mine's adequate penis energy. <laughs> <laughs> Average penis energy. Yeah. Just Great enough. A package. Just enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll see you next week, guys. Cool, cool, cool. Good night. Peace out. And meow. Meow.